There's two different types of death. There's the physical body death, and then there's the ego death. And we are very afraid of both of them. In, in yoga, in the science of yoga, we're given what's called the five kleshas, the five causes of suffering. And one of them is abhinivesh, which means the fear of death. So the five, the five kleshas, I won't go into them all now, but just they are avidya, lack of wisdom, lack of knowledge, asmita, ego, Rag and Dwesh, our aversions and our desires, the pulls and the pushes of life, and Abhinivesh, fear of death. And the dilemma is that that fear of death keeps us living as though we were already dead. So, for example, if we went around, I won't do it, don't worry, I don't pick on people unasked, but if we did, if this were like a classroom, and I went around and I asked you all, what is the greatest cause of your stress? Your greatest stress. Let's say, for example, that you said it was your job. You were afraid that you were going to get fired from your job or that you were afraid you weren't going to get a job. We'll just take that as an example. If you say, it's a beautiful practice. If you say, okay, cello, let's assume our worst case fear has happened. I've been fired from my job or I didn't get the job that I wanted. Okay, then what? Well, then I won't have any money. Okay, then what? Well, then I'll be homeless. Okay, then what? Well, then I won't have any food to eat. Okay, then what? And eventually what you find is the then what answer is, then I will die. Okay, so the reason I am so worried about my job is because on a deep level, I may not be aware of it consciously, but on a deep level, I have made that leap from my job to my death. If I don't get this job, I will die. We see it though, and there's, I was going to give some more examples, but we probably don't need them. We all understand, take any fear that you have. Well, Cello, let us take one more. The other main fear that people have is illness of themselves or illness of a loved one, okay? So illness of the self, it's obvious. Yes, I'm afraid I will get sick because then I will die. But illness of a loved one becomes very interesting. Okay, I'm very worried that my loved one will get sick. Fine, let us say it has happened. The loved one is sick, then what? Well, then what if they die? Okay, let's say they've died, then what? Then I will be all alone. Okay, you're all alone. Then what? Then I will be miserable. Okay, you're miserable. Then what? Then I will die. 
then I will die. That aloneness and that misery, I will die. And so the fear, wherever we begin, fear of something work-related, fear of something relationship-related, the end result of them all is, then I will die. And so the way to overcome that is actually quite simple. It's not easy, but it's quite simple. Recognize that you are going to die. It's the only non-negotiable guarantee. Whether you die of hunger because you're homeless, you die of a broken heart because your loved one got sick and died, you die of cancer, heart disease, car accident, old age, COVID, malaria. I mean, there's no shortage of options. We're all going to die. You know, right across Ganga from us, and our beautiful Paramarth God, if you go across Ganga and then you go down Ganga, is where the cremation ghats of Rishikesh are. And I remember the very first time that I saw a cremation taking place. And inside me, I thought, oh my God, those people must, must be so hurt seeing us here, celebrating, singing, when their loved one has died and they are sitting at a cremation. And then I realized that it's actually such a beautiful teaching because over there is the cremation. There's death and there's misery and grief. Over here, there's life, celebration, joy, ecstasy. And it feels very safe because we've got this really big Ganga in between us. Death is on the other side. But the truth is, you only go a few feet above the water and the flames of the cremation merge with the flames from our arti. And you no longer can tease apart what is a flame of death or a flame of life. This separation between death and life is very superficial. And it only exists right on this very shallow plane of existence. Because the minute we rise a little bit above Ganga, those flames become one. And to realize today, I am here celebrating, dancing. But tomorrow, I could be the one over there mourning the loss of the loved one. Or I could be the one in the flames tomorrow. And it's a very beautiful meditation to keep your eyes open. And this is why one of the very traditional sadhanas given to those who are going deep on a spiritual path is to meditate at the burning ghats. They send them to meditate where corpses are being burned. Why? To realize this is us. This is us today. Here I am, the one dancing and singing. But can I realize I am also the one mourning? I'm also the one burning. 
And it's a very powerful meditation to keep your eyes open while that cremation is going on. Staying grounded and anchored in the celebration, the joy, the love, the life of the arti. And simultaneously, open your awareness to the presence of that grief and even to the presence of death because we are not separate from them. We are one with them. So the way out of the freedom from this fear of death is to recognize we're all dying. And ultimately, there's nothing we can do about it. Yes, eat healthy, exercise, get enough sleep, wear your seatbelt, drive slowly. But ultimately, it's, it's in the divine's hands, we know that. Swami Vivekananda said so beautifully, he said, the bullet that is meant to take my life will take it, even if I am surrounded by a thousand guards. And the bullet that is not meant to take my life won't take it, even if it is fired at point-blank range. So ultimately, it's not in our hands. But we have to accept that because it's the core truth of life. We are dying. And so then the question becomes, well, okay, so I know I'm dying. Let me at least, for God's sakes, live before I die. This fear of death kills us before we die. I'm so afraid about the job, about the house, about the relationship, that I live my life with this death grip on life. So we have to live. But along with that, the other piece is that ego death. Because when you say to people, what are you most afraid of? What are you most stressed about? Some will say the job. Some will say a loved one getting sick. Some will give you things that actually end up not in physical death, but in humiliation. So for example, if you look at phobias, I'm a student of psychology. So if you look at phobias, what people are most afraid of, well, most of them are things that have to do with protecting our physical bodies. Afraid of heights. That's good. We should be afraid of heights. Afraid of very closed spaces. That's good also. You don't want to suffocate. But then you get people with phobias about public speaking. Public speaking is, I think, the single number one fear that most people have. They've done all these studies. What is your greatest fear, public speaking? Even just in the office, you have to stand up and present a report, present a proposal, lead the group. This terrifies people. The number of people who go to therapists, coaches, hypnotists, to help them overcome this fear of public speaking. Now you think, that's very interesting because what's the greatest fear? Okay, I make a horrible fool of myself. I freeze. I forget everything I'm going to say. I can't speak. Okay, 
So you made a fool of yourself. Big deal. But that's a big terror for people. And it's a terror because it's an ego death. And we are so identified with our ego. With our identification. With our stories. With our dramas. With our roles. That we fear ego death like we fear physical death. And the solution in many ways is the same, which is, ultimately, if you've never been embarrassed, or you've never failed, it means you've never lived. It means you've never taken a risk. It means you've played it so safe your whole life, just doing what the neighbors will like. Chalo porosi kya kahenge? Samne wale kya kahenge? We get so worried about samne wala, or parosi, that we don't actually live our lives as though somehow our highest goal was just to keep Samnewala happy, keep parosi happy. That's not our highest goal. That is not what we took birth for. So if you've never been embarrassed or you've never failed, it means you haven't lived. So... Start asking yourself whenever you have that fear. I'm going to fail. I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm going to be humiliated. Tell yourself, yeah, maybe. But if I don't take the risk, then I've already stopped living today. I've allowed Samne Wala Parosi Wali to take my life already. Don't do that. So that's where courage comes in. And yeah, it's not easy. But, you know, think about kids in a swimming pool. My parents live in Los Angeles at this complex with a big, a big swimming pool. And, of course, there's lots of children there. And if you spend some time at the swimming pool, what you see is there'll be a little child on the side of the pool and their mom or their dad or their sister or brother is inside the pool with their arms up saying, jump, jump. And the little kid on the side of the pool is going, uh, 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 and they kind of run back and forth. Uh. And the mom or the dad or the sister says, come on, come on, jump, jump, I'll catch you. And the kid goes, uh, uh. but eventually, Eventually, the child jumps. And of course, they get caught. Of course, the mom or the dad or the sister or brother catch them. And then what happens? They squeal in delight. They are so excited. And then they say, again, again, one more, one more. And then they keep doing it, keep doing it, until the mom or dad says, Tello ball, Tokyo. But if they never took that risk, if they never jumped, if they never believed, they would spend their whole lives going ah, on the edge of the pool. They jump because they have faith, because they know that's my mom, that's my dad, that's my baya. And in the same way, we have to have faith. 
the universe is going to catch you. Doesn't mean you won't ever be embarrassed. Doesn't mean you won't ever fail. But in terms of you, as your dharma, as your exquisite, amazing, full, whole, infinite being that you have come onto earth as, the universe will catch you. Do not spend your life on the edge of the pool going, ah, jump. Take the risk. Don't let fear steal your life. 